Father, we thank you. We give you the praise. Um, we ask and we see as we studied this evening, um, there is illumination, there is light. The highest of our understandings is enlightened. And we say, the, we say that our minds are fixed on his grace. Our heart is stable on his love. And all of us can comprehend the mysteries of Christ clearly. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. All right. Now, born again. As simple as it is, what does it mean? I call this born again. I believe every one of you still need to just come to that understanding of what happened to you at salvation. Born again. Like, okay, what does this term born again means? You've heard it all your life. Okay, born again, born again, born again, born again, I'm born again, I'm born again. What does it mean? Don't forget, like I've always taught you before, the scriptures will always teach us the truth of the truth of something. So we can say, if my name now, let's say my name, I am reading now, is written in the Bible. It must be the scripture that will explain the meaning of my name. It must not be what people are saying. People can say, you know, people have various meaning for the name I am reading. People can say, my joy has come. People can say, no, it means my joy is my joy, my joy will come. People can say, ah, my joy has come now, 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 now. Different interpretation. People will not put I am today. They will not say, my joy has come now. <laughs> but listen, the truth of the scriptures cannot change. You cannot add to it. You cannot remove from it. We can only study it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Like Reverend Naika will always say, the, um, the scripture will not mean today what it never meant as at the time it was written. That's something you must always put at the back of your head. So born again, what does it mean? It's very short. Born again. What does it mean? How does it mean to be born again? Let's see John 3. John 3. Let's go check where it was used. John 3. John 3. <clears throat> John 3. I can't wait for you guys to listen to what I started on Sunday. Show me your glory. I can't wait for some of you to listen to it. Only two people are previewed to listen to that one. Show me your glory. <laughs> that will blow your mind. Alright. John 3. John 3. John 3 verse 3 to 7. Let's see. Let's see what Jesus told them. Jesus answered and said, or oh, let's start from the story. Let's read the story. Let's start from this one. John 3, this one. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher from a teacher come from God. For no man can do this miracle that thou doest, except God be with him. Look at verse 3. Jesus responds. I like you to, I would like you to, you see, when you study Bible, follow truth, follow carefully, let your head be walking, let your mind be thinking. Look at the verse 3, it says, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now, I love Nicodemus. I believe this is a sincere response. Look at Nicodemus in verse 4. Nicodemus said, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? You know, that's a very logical way of thinking. How would you say a grown-up man like that should go and be born again? You know, that's 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 a way to people can say, ah, that's that's ignorant. No, that's that's not ignorance. 
That's somebody who was thinking through with what Jesus was saying. Jesus told him, go and be born again. And he said, ha, ha, master, how can somebody who like me enter my mother's womb and come back back? Look at what Jesus now told him. Jesus now said, and said, Verily I say unto you, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Look at Jesus did not use the word born again again. <laughs> again, again. <laughs> All right. Look at him. Verse eight. He says, "But that which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit." Marvel not. Now, look at what Jesus now told him in verse seven. Marvel not. I say unto you, you must be born again. You see, I'm sure your mind is already thinking. Marvel not. I say unto you, you must be born again. So Jesus used chapter verse five, verse six to let him understand that you must be born again. So Jesus rendered born again and told him that you must be born of the water, you must be born of the spirit. Now, don't, don't go too far. I'm going to be thinking, I'm telling you to go and dip yourself inside water. Calm down. We'll get there. Now, the phrase born again, what does it mean? It's translated from the Greek word, genao anothe. I will spell it for you. G-E-N-N-A-O a-N-O-T-H-E-N. Genau Anote. Born again. It means born from above. Born from an higher place of things which come from heaven or God. So Jesus was telling him that you should be born from above. You should be born from an higher place. We should be born from heaven. Something like that. So Jesus explained born again as being born of the Spirit. You see it in that place in verse, verse 5. Verily I say unto you, except the man be born of water and of the Spirit, and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So the term born again means you are born anew. So when we say we are born again, what does it mean? You and I, we are born anew. We are born afresh. We are born from above. So the use of water there was explanatory and figuratively used to typify the birth. Now, let me explain to you. So when it says you cannot be born of water, it says, except the man be born of water. That water then, it's explanatory and figuratively used to typify the birth, just like let me explain. Um, when you bathe now, when you when you have your bath with water, you know how fresh your body looks like. How many of you have not bathed for like two days before and you just went to bath? Be sincere, just 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 confess your sins. Confess. Everybody has to go to Oh wow! So it's normal, right? No, like. You've not just been there for like two days. Uh, maybe you're just too lazy and you're just tired. Uh, some of you want with her. I'm just joking. <laughs> anyway, but do you notice that when you're not power down your body and you come out, you just look so clean. It's like you want to even take your step like, ah, oh, how many of you will still stay long with shower? How many of you? Something like Tony now. Don't punish them with your life anyway. <laughs> it's the day you want to leave home early. That's when Tony will decide to, to, to stay, to spend the whole watch in the shower. Anyway, 
You see, when you now pour the water on your body, what happens to you? You feel so new and afresh. Your body looks clean. Your body looks afresh. So what did Jesus use that water to typify? He used that water to typify the kind of birth. And that birth is being born of the Spirit. In the layman term, we can say, born of water and the Spirit. And that's from the Greek word kai. So that is, he was born of water that is the Spirit. Jesus was not telling him to go and pour water on his body or go to baptism and all of those things. Don't let anybody use the scripture as baptism for you. No. He says, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit. And it's from the Greek word K-A-I, Kai. It means a conjunction, an explanation that is. So when we say, except the man be born of water, that is the spirit. So it was figuratively used to explain the kind of birth. And when you are born of the spirit, you are born anew. You are born afresh. You are born of God. So we can safely say, I am born of God. Are you, are you getting where the statement came from now? E.W. statement. I am born of God. I am born anew. I am born afresh. I am born again. So now, Nicodemus. So Jesus explained to Nicodemus that the new birth is by the agency of the Spirit. The new birth is of the Spirit. So when you believe the gospel, when a man believes the gospel, a man has believed in the resurrection of Jesus and the man has the indwelling of the spirit within him. So we're born of the spirit when we got born again. Being born again. So he referred to the actual birth. So now listen to me, guys. So when did you actually become born again? You were born again. So, you know, there was a day you were born. Every one of you have your birthday, the day you were born. All of you have a story, the end, the birthday, all of those things and all. Now, the day you were born again was another significant day. Now, let me explain something to you, right? Do you know that a man can be living on this earth and the man is actually dead? You know, many people are actually born because they've not believed the gospel, by the virtue of them just being born, their nature is a dead nature. By what we've learned in the word, in Ephesians 2, 1 to 3, it says, according to the prince of power, who walk at... Oh, shoot, let's go there. It's like I'm backsliding, right? <laughs> Ephesians 2. And you are quickened, you who were dead in trespasses and sins. So he quickened you when you were dead in trespasses and sins. Ephesians 2, verse 1. Ephesians 2 verse 1. And you are taking who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past, you walk according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the year, according to the spirit that now walk in the children of disobedience. So a man can be born and be born dead. So the day you got born, people say, ah, praise God. But they don't know somehow, somewhere, that they were celebrating a dead baby. <laughs> What a, what, a, what a mirage, right? The question you will now ask me will now be, what if the baby dies at that time? What did the baby go? Did the baby go to heaven? Yes, it will go to heaven. I've thought, I think I explained this before to you in, in Understanding Genesis. Probably we'll put that online, but maybe. <laughs> anyway, 
now. So, the man will go to heaven because he has not had the chance to believe the gospel. And if Bill Bomb baby is born, he has not heard the gospel. He has not had the chance to believe. He doesn't have a, a, a matter of choice. God is not looking for and scouting for people that will just be sniffing and say, Oh, you, you don't, hey, fire straight. No, no, no. God is not, God is not, God is a merciful and righteous God. So, when people ask you, when the baby, when the baby is born, and he dies. Where did he go to? Then he, he goes to he goes back to heaven. The baby has not had the chance to hear. He cannot speak. He cannot he cannot decide with his mind what he wants to believe. You get what I'm saying? The baby goes back to heaven. So when all those babies that they born and at, at the process of childbirth, they get they were dead and all of those things become. You see them again, they are in heaven. You get what I'm saying? So don't let anybody deceive you and say, Ah, God listen to did we sin in at sin in Adam? Did we all sin in Adam? So if I reach out to me that told me about the message and everything, probably we'll put it in on online. We'll, we'll, it's on the Google Drive. Anyway, now it referenced to an actual birth. So we can be born and we can be born dead. But the day we got saved by the gospel, we got born again. That's the new, that's our birth as believers. That's what start counting. That's what gave us life. Life in Tana. That's what start counting for us. I am born again. Oh, glory to God. So, he referenced an actual birth as being born of the Spirit. So, the word born again means you are born anew. Like I said before, the word born again means you are born anew. It means that Jesus was teaching Nicodemus the new birth, which is true faith in the gospel. So, what was Jesus teaching Nicodemus in that place? That when you believe in the gospel, when you believe in me, you will receive a new birth. So look at what, look, let's go back to the story again. Let's see that Jesus was preaching to Nicodemus here. He told him, Nicodemus told him, ah, you will see your miracles and you will know that thou cannot do this thing except you be a God. Invested it, Jesus told him. Except, very, very, except a man be born again. So underneath the message that Jesus was teaching Nicodemus, Jesus was explaining to him that when you believe in the gospel, in the fact of the death, in the fact of the burial, in the fact of the resurrection, when you believe in the gospel, you receive the new birth. So Nicodemus used his physical head, his logical mindset to reason and say, ah, ah. <laughs> It's just like people. I'm, I'm, I'm go away Sunday. I'm teaching you on incarnation. It's just like people thinking that. Um. So it's just like saying. So you mean? As I'm as I'm old like this now, how we now crawl back? You know, the guy was actually logical. You know, many times I I I muse over that thing and I'm like, that guy is actually is so is one of the most logical person in this world. So as I am now, just crawl back inside my mother's stomach, but that would not give birth to me again. So that would not be called born again. You know, the guy the guy thought well, <laughs> and Jesus told him no. Except a man, Jesus now will retreat himself. He says, see, verily I say unto you, except a man, but born of water, but and the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. What's the kingdom? He was teaching him the gospel. Are you following what I'm saying? You will read in John 3, verse 14 to John 3, the same chapter, verse 14 to 16. John 3, 14 to 16. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, 
Even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, and whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Verse 16, for God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son. I believe this is the scripture that they, they forced you to learn when you were a child. How many of you they forced you to learn as well? Look, it's John 3.16. They don't, they don't force you? Oh, wow. Wow. You just be hearing it. You just edit too much and you got used to it. Wow. What a, what a sweet background you have. <laughs> like people like us, they flog us to even 9791. But that would tell us. God bless us. With the Jesus. So you don't let it. You flog you. Ah, you don't be wondering. Ah, what would they be flogging me on top of Bible? <laughs> anyway, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. This was an event that happened in this verse. And Jesus was referencing Numbers. I want you to go to Numbers 21. I want to see, see, I want to show you how to study a bit. Look at Numbers 21, verse 7 to 8. Numbers 21, verse 7 to 8. Born again. Born again. What does it mean to be born again? Numbers 21, verse 7 to 8. Numbers 21, verse 7 to 8. Now, see. Now, the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned. Follow. We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against thee. Pray unto the Lord that he will take away the serpent from us. And Moses prayed for the people. Look at verse 8. And the Lord said to Moses, Make the fairy serpent and set it upon the pole, and it shall come to pass that everyone that is beaten, when he look, he shall live. Now look at all your hands there. Look at verse, John 3 verse 14. Look at John 3 verse 14. Look at John 3 verse 14. Hold your hand in that place and go back to John 3 14. Let me show you how to study a bit. Look at John 3 verse 14. And most, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so shall the sword of man be lifted up. So can you see that Moses figuratively did something in the numbers? So when he lifted up the serpent, what did they do? They lived. So when we believe the gospel, look at, so he now says, so when the son of man be lifted up, how was the son of man be lifted up? Verse 16, so ever believed on him. So when we believe, when those people believed on Moses and what he put in that place, they lived, they didn't die. So in this place, when we believe in the, in the resurrection of Jesus now, we have believed the gospel and we are born again. So you see that Moses preached Christ. I can't wait to hear, for you guys to hear that message I was, I'm teaching on Show Me Your Glory. Now, in the event of those places, Moses raised up the brazen serpent and those guys believed. So, Jesus pointed their attention back to Moses. Back to the events that happened in Moses. You know, at that time, they would just be feeling like, ah, is just to lift up a serpent and we'll just leave and all of those things. And Jesus was making them understand, no. Nope, nope, nope. But listen, there is a figurative connotation to those things. And let me explain the term lifted up when it says, even so, so must be son of man be lifted up. The, the word lifted up is from the Greek word uso. Let me explain it. Let me spell it for you. Uso. H-U-H-U-P-S-O-O. H-U-P. Lifted up. I'm explaining lifted up for you now. When he says in John 3, 14, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. So we're done. This is a very short exhortation. Um, 
when he says, even so shall must the Son of Man be lifted up. H-U-P-S-O-O. It means to exalt or to raise or to lift up eye. You know, people sing this song, let us lift Jesus eye. We cannot. Let us lift Jesus up. I'm chosen to away up of Jesus. Da, da, Satan. <laughs> you can't lift him up. Anyway, it means to exalt. So when he says lifted up there, it means to exalt. It means to raise up or to lift up on high. You can't raise him up. Yeah, you don't want to raise Jesus from the dead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, look at where it was used again. In, look at John 12. Let's see John 12, verse 32 to, to 33. Somebody will say, boy, you're just explaining born again. What does all of this mean? Don't worry. John 10, verse 32 to 23. To 33. John 12. John 12, verse 32 to 33. And if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. Are you seeing this now? How was it lifted up? When it was resurrected and when it ascended. And it said, signifying what the death it should die. Are you getting this now? Look at in John 12, that same John 12 now. Verse 20, let's see verse 23. Let's see verse 23 to 26. It's the same John 12, verse 23 to 26. Are we getting into this point? Do we understand? Is anybody confused to this point? Is, is clear? All right, let's follow. And Jesus answered, Oh, Joy, I love your note already. <laughs> and Jesus answered and said, The hour is come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except the corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, and it abideth alone. But if he die and bringeth forth fruits, and he that loveth his life, he shall lose it. And he that eateth his life, he shall keep it unto life eternal. And John 12. John 12, verse 23 to 26. John 12. The same John 12 I read. John 12, verse 23 to 26. If any man serve me, let him follow me. And where, and where I am, also my servant. And if any man serve me, he will be my father's honor. Now, what was Jesus doing in just John 12, verse 23 now? Jesus was discussing the hour of his glorification. Jesus was explaining to them, I will be glorified and by his spirit and he will be received by believers. You will see in John eleven fourteen, John eleven four. I mean, John eleven four. It will make sense now. Don't worry. Just follow through. John eleven four. When Jesus heard that, he said, "This is the sickness. This is not a sickness unto death, but to the glory of God, that the Son of Man might be glorified." So, what was Jesus teaching in context of this place? Jesus was teaching about the resurrection and his identification. So when we say Jesus' glorification, Jesus' glorification was seen in his resurrection. So when people tell you, oh, Jesus is glorified, Jesus will be glorified, they, were, they are talking about his resurrection. When the hour comes, when the Son of Man will be glorified, that glorification he was talking about is talking about the resurrection. Do we understand it to this point? So when he was talking about in John 12, now, go back to John 12, go back to John 12. Where it was saying, John 12, verse 23. John 12, verse 23. And Jesus said, the hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. What's he talking about? The resurrection. So when you read the four gospel, when Jesus was talking about, when Jesus was talking to them about his glorification, or you'll be glorified, what is he talking about? His resurrection. 
Are you following this carefully? Do you understand this now? Because I see that a lot of people have a contradiction with these places when they say, so what does he mean by Jesus' glorification, Jesus being glorified? They were talking about his resurrection. All right. Now, so Jesus' glorification is seen in his resurrection. And our identification with him also. The word glorified is translated from the Greek word doxado, doxazo. I thought something in Nigeria, all the glory. Don't listen to it. <laughs> but listen, all the glory. Anyway, the Greek word doxazo, D-O-X-X-X-O-X, D-O-X-X-A-X-A-Z-O, doxazo. It means to impart glory to something. It means to impart glory to something. Render it excellent, make it renowned. Render glory to something, impart glory to something, I mean, render it excellent or make it renowned. So, when he was now telling them that, when he was telling them about, um, I will be lifted up and everything, he was telling them about his exhortation, he was telling them about the resurrection of Christ. Now, being born again. I just had to go through that route for you to get somewhere. Now, let's go to Act 2 so that we can stay in the context of our place and we'll finish today. Act 2. Being born again. Act 2, verse 29 to 32. Act 2, verse 29 to 32. Born again. Men, and this was, the, this was um, Peter's preaching. Peter preached to them. I want to teach you something about how to preach. Peter preached to them something. Now, look at where he started from. He started from 14. Act 2. Look at verse 14. Let's start from there. Act 2. After the incident happened, they were speaking in tongues and all. The Bible says, And Peter standing with the eleven, lifted his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea and all that dwell in Jerusalem, be it known unto you, and akin to my words. Now, in verse, he said, akin to my words, and he listened to what I'm about to say. Verse 15, that's not For these men are not drunk, I suppose. Brrr, he started teaching, teaching, Look at in verse 29. He has started teaching from verse 14. No? Look at in verse 29, where we are going to. Men and brethren, let me freely speak unto you of the patriarch David, that he was both dead, Atsu, that he was both dead and buried, and his sculptor was returned to this day. Therefore, being a prophet, being that God has sworn an oath to him that the fruit of his loins, according to the flesh, will raise Christ to sit on the throne. Verse 31. He seen this before spoke of his resurrection of Christ, and his soul was not left in hell, neither his flesh did see corruption. Verse 32. And Jesus at God raised up, wherefore we are witnesses. Why was there 12 disciples? Just to digress a bit. The 12 disciples were given to be witnesses of the physical account that there was a resurrection. The way to testify that the thing we read in the scripture, we, we, we saw it with our physical eyes. The 12 disciples were witnesses of Jesus' resurrection. To say that what David, what the prophet has spoken about in the old covenant, we saw it in our own physical eyes. We touched him. We saw God. That's the essence of the, the 12 disciples. Are you following what I'm saying? So when they are preaching, they are preaching from 
We cannot preach like them because we did not see Jesus. We can only see him with this, with, in the revealed world. So, what happened is that when they are preaching, they will say, Ha, ah, guys, <laughs> or, look at where it started from. It started from Prophet Joel. He showed us David. He will say, see, we are witnesses of these things. We saw it with our eyes. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's why in verse 32, he says, And Jesus had God raised up, wherefore we are witnesses. So, when we preach the gospel, when you and I preach the gospel, preach the gospel with an assurance that you are saved. Preach the gospel to people and make them understand that, listen, I am sure of my salvation. And if I preach to you and you get saved and you believe the gospel, you too can be sure of the salvation. Are you following what I'm saying? So, when they are born again, they are born anew and they are confident that I am born of the Spirit. Give people an assurance of their salvation. Give people an assurance of them being born again. Jesus told Nicodemus, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. That's an assurance. That is, if you cannot be born again, there's no kingdom of God. So when you're born again, there's kingdom of God. See that kind of assurance. Give people that assurance. And listen, guys, when I preach to you and you say, Jesus died, Jesus was buried, Jesus rose again. You believe in that, you are saved and eternally saved. Nothing can stop your salvation. You are born of the Spirit. You are born from above. You cannot lose what you are being born of. You cannot ask the question Nicodemus asked anymore. That can I not go and go to my mother's womb again? No. You, you can you not go back to heaven again and say, I want to rededicate myself and be born again. No. You were born again once. And that once was internal. Glory to God. Think like Nicodemus when you are preaching. Ask them. Tell them. Tell those guys you are preaching to. Tell them. Can you go back to heaven after you are being born again? There's something. I've lived in sin all my life. I've been a sinner. Yes, I know I believed the gospel when I was small. But I've been a sinner. Tell them, no. What is happening to you is just sin consciousness. You just do not understand the reality of what happened to you when you got saved. But the day you got saved, you were born of the Spirit. You were born of God. You were born anew. You were born by His Spirit. You were born by the Word. You were bought by His blood. You were purchased of His Spirit. You were bought with a price. Tell them that. You are born again. So, when he says, Jesus was lifted up, as Moses lifted up the serpent, all of those things. When he says, can Christ be lifted up? Or when he says, as Moses lifted up the serpent, what was he pointing to? It was pointing to the death. It was pointing to the burial. It was pointing to the resurrection. So, being born again is being born of the Spirit. Is being born by the resurrection of Jesus. When Jesus rose again, we had access to be called born again believers. Boldly tell yourself, I'm a born again. I'm born again. I know, not say I'm a born again. That's, not, that's a wrong English. I'm born again. I'm born again. You're not even sure. I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm born again. See, when you got born again, all all processes were changed for your sake. You were bought by his blood. The blood has washed you. You were purchased by God. The spirit of God dwells in you. 
you are accepted in the beloved. You are seated with him in heavenly places. You, you, you are raised up with him in Christ. You, you now have authority. You now have dominion. You are seated with him. Ah, listen. You are now free from sin. Romans 6.14. That's your reality. Romans 8. There is now no condemnation for you because you are born again. So when you are born again, understand the consciousness that, listen, no, nothing can change me. So when you meet believers who are still shaking, that still believers who are still shaking, who are still confused, who are still not sure whether they are born again, tell them, <laughs> brother, sister, <laughs> what happened to you on salvation was irreversible. You were born by His Spirit. The Spirit of God doesn't change. You had, what all just, just happened was because you just didn't learn it. So it, it felt like you lost it. No, you didn't lose it, brother. Sister, you didn't lose it. You, I will just teach you. Tell you, I will just teach you. You just understand. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am saved. I am eternally saved. I am bought by his blood. I am washed by his blood. My sins are forgiven. I am eternally justified. I am eternally forgiven. I am redeemed. I am... Ah, see, be Christ conscious. I am born again. When, what does it mean to be born again? It means to be born by the Spirit of God. When you are born by something, you have it. The indwelling of the Spirit dwells in you the very day you got born again. When you are born by His Spirit, you are born anew. You are born afresh. It's as though you just started your life. So when did life began for you? Your life began when you got born again. See, honestly, in the word sense, like I told you, I've been training myself to think scripturally. In the word sense, many of you got born many years ago in the 90s, all of those things. Many of you got born. But that's when, that's not when life started though. Life actually started for you. Internal, eternity actually started for you the day you received Christ. The day you said yes to the gospel. That's when your life started counting. That's when you start saying, ah, journey to eternity. But before then, brother, sister, you were dead. But now you are alive to God. <laughs> it's funny, right? Yes. Before then, you were, you were a dead man. You were a dead man. You didn't even exist. God was not even seeing you on his palms. <laughs> it, was, it was something like that. If there was a TV, God was watching you. You didn't exist then. But the day you said yes to the gospel, you said, oh, I'm born again. Oh, I'm free. That was the day you started living by the Spirit. That's the day eternity started counting. Look with the God. I have eternal life. I have eternal life. I have eternal life. Nothing can change this life. I started living the day I got born again. My life started counting the day I got born again. Things started walking around the day I got born again. The power of God started working in, on, on, for me when I got born again. And I started knowing how to heal the sick when I got born again. I could speak in tongues when I got born again. I can cast out devils when I got born again. Glory to God. When I got born, before you got born again, brother, sister, you were dead. You could not have even said a syllable in tongues. <laughs> before you got born again, you could not have healed the sick. 
Bible says, this sign shall follow them that believe in my name. In my name, they will cast out serpents. They will cast out devils. In my name, they shall eat ugly, deadly things. It shall not hurt them. Before, you could have been scared of poison. You could have been scared of things in your dreams. But now that you are born again, you eat them and drink water. <laughs> you eat it well. I like food, didn't they? So just, just, just honestly, if there's any way I was tormented the most was my dream before I, before I knew the gospel. Do you know why? I remember one day I had conflicts in my dream. I felt sick. And you know why? Because the woman that gave me in my dream, I've actually been suspecting the woman in my street that that woman was. That woman, he gets it gets in me for the woman. I said, ah, so as I woke up, I said, ah, I told my mom, see, you know, you know, ignorance is a disease. Ah, God, God. <laughs> I told my mother, I said, this woman, and she said, I knew. That woman, I, that, there's something with that woman. Instantly, I felt sick. Three days, I was struck with sickness. I was binding and casting. You, this power that has given me blood sucking demons in my dream. Ah! <laughs> I'm, see, I'm not joking. See, I'm not joking. Conflicts, oh. Conflicts that I didn't even have like in real life. I chop out my dream and I, and I felt sick. I woke up the next day. It is the con. I, I don't. It is the consciousness that when you eat in the dream, something's going to happen to you. That's what made me fall sick. I, I woke up normal. I woke up, I was okay. But because they told you that, always remember your dream, oh. That when you dream, it's not good to forget your dream. How many of you have heard those stupid myths before? Mm -hmm. That when you dream, remember, think about it. You cannot let your dream just go like that. Me too, I was trying to be faithful with those things. After one hour, I woke up, I remember. As I remember like this 20 minutes, I felt sick. I'm not lying. But listen, this has changed. Glory to God. This has changed. Now, give me a hit. <laughs> no, 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 no. You give me a drink. <laughs> Life started counting when you got born again. See, you can start saying three years to eternity. I remember this thing, there's something that we do on Twitter never die gang. If a brother in Christ dies, we say he's just sleeping. We never die. Go with God. We not say, we not, we not, so Christians on Twitter like that, we just say never die gang. We are never that. We can never die. All that happens to a believer is that they are sleeping. Glory to God. So if you have been born again for three years, you can say three years to eternity. You can be saying, if you have been born again for two years, you can say two years to eternity. If you have born again for ten years, you can say ten years to eternity. Fifty years to eternity. Glory to God. See, listen. When you got born again, you got born by His Spirit. You got born anew. You got changed. Listen, all you need in life, all you need for life, ministry, and righteousness happen to you the day you got born again. Yes. Just take laid of it. Nothing, even the gifts of the spirit, nothing is coming again. You got all complete when you got born again. What is happening to you as you grow in God's word? You are discovering, learning backwards what happened when you got born again. That's all. What we keep learning to eternity is learning backwards what happened to us when we got born again. What happened by spirit?
the indwelling of the Spirit. So when we study the forgiveness of sins, we are studying what happened to us when we got born again. When we are even studying the leading of the Spirit, we are studying the direction we started receiving the day we got born again. When we are studying the gifts of the Spirit, we are studying the Spirit of that enabled us when we got born again. When we are studying even the call for evangelism. We are studying the urgency we received the day we got born again. When we are studying um, stability in prayer, we are studying why we should pray because we got born again. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm born again. Oh, glory to God. Glory, 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 glory. I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm born anew. I'm born afresh. I'm born by the Spirit. I'm washed with His blood. I'm possessed. I'm redeemed. Eternally forgiven. Forever justified. Forever sanctified. Born of water and the Spirit. Don't wait for water to touch you. You know, a lot of people, lot of people want to wait for till when they dip them and when they not dip them inside water, they not tell them, they not bring them and say, in the name of Jesus, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we, we are you are born again. Ah, no! The day you believe the gospel, you are born again. You don't need water to believe the gospel. No. <laughs> That day he said, yes, Father. You know, being born again means I trust in Jesus. Being born again means I trust in, the, in Jesus. Exactly. Being born again means I trust God. I believe God. How many of you believe God? I believe God. Being born again means you don't want to live by the intellects of the world anymore. You don't want to live with your own human understanding. You want God to rule you. Glory to God. I'm born again. 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 Go with the God. Go with the God. I felt like giving up. I think towards, I think it was summer last year. I was almost at the point of getting fired at the job I was working then. Because I hate morning job. I don't like, I'm not a morning person. I just don't like anything that keeps me waking up super early. Making work maybe 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock. Because I don't sleep in the night. So, waking up that time. So, probably when I'm trying to sleep at 4 or when sleep is coming to my head at 4 a.m., 5 that's when I'm now planning to go to work. So that's when me, I was asking, let me quickly take a sweet nap. And that sweet nap, <laughs> that's when that used to be a problem. So the, the, the issue was, the issue was, for me was, the issue was just, why are you coming late? And that's the issue. So the only issue was, I did not have any issue with job. The world was good, everybody liked me, all the those things. But the issue was, why are you coming late? So, but me, I was getting frustrated, I was getting tired, so as though things I was praying for, things I was looking for, 
in the natural wasn't coming through. So as I was at work, tired, frustrated, everything, I just, I just sang in the spirit. And I just remember that guy, I'm born again. I'm born of the spirit. I just, the thing just dawned on me. You know, let, let this consciousness dawn on you sometimes. I, and I sang a song by the spirit. I said, and I sang, and this is how it goes. I said, by his spirit, we are new. By his spirit, we are changed. Because I am born again. Because I am born again. By his spirit, we are new. By his spirit, we are changed. Because I am born again. Because I am born again. Let me tell you, when I sang that song, something changed. I got happy. I even started rejoicing. I started laughing. People around me were looking like, what's happening? Me, I've learned not to care anymore. If I'm crazy, I'm crazy. See, as a believer, I'm actually mad. Let me just use those agree. So I just, I just, so I was just talking and just singing. And I quickly went to my car to record because we don't, we're not permitted to use phone in that job. So I went to the song to, to just keep this song, to just like, to remember that there was a day like this where I was dejected, frustrated, and everything. And I sang that song. I want us to sing that song. I reminded myself that by his spirit I am changed. I'm a changed man. By his spirit I am new. I am born again. By his spirit I'm a changed man. By his spirit I am new. By his spirit I'm born again. See, being born again is not by your own power. Being born again is not you that did it. It was God who deemed it fit to die for you, to be buried for you, to raise again for you. And all he required for you was just to believe. He did not say you should go and die. <laughs> what a God and Jesus will serve. He did not tell us to go and die. He did not tell us, oh, you are going to start confessing your sins like people will do. He did not tell us, oh, you are going to start pouring water on your body, baptism. He did not tell us that all he required. He fulfilled all the redemption plan for us. He died. He buried. He, he buried. He was buried for us. He rose again on the third day for us. On that cross, he told us, it is finished. Before he died, he told us, guys, it is finished. All our works are dropped. Everything rests. That's why Jesus, prophetically speaking, Moses was telling, telling us about the rest. The rest, we have, we have entered the rest in Christ. Read the books 4. We are now in the rest of God. We don't require sacrifices and offerings anymore. We don't require thanksgiving offering to appease God. We don't require, oh, Baba, me, mommy, mommy, mama, watch your bell. We don't require all of those things to peace God anymore. All that requires of us is just to believe. And when we believe, the Spirit of God dwells in us. The, the totality of God dwells in our being. We have the indwelling of the spirit. We can speak in tongues. We can raise the dead. We can cast out demons. The very minute you got born again. Listen, let, we will try something as we go out on our outreaches. The very minute we get born again, we get somebody born again. Get the person, the very microsecond, tell the person to speak in tongues. The person has the ability to speak. Yes. That very seconds, get, tell the person to the sick bed. The person can touch the, the sick and say, in the name of Jesus, be well. Glory to God. That very second the person got born again. That person had all of God. 
So that day at all, I just reminded myself. By His Spirit, we are new. By His Spirit, we are changed. Because I am born. Personalize it. Because I am born again. Let's sing it. By His Spirit, we are new. By His Spirit, we are changed. Because I am born again. Because I am born again. By His Spirit, we are new. By His Spirit, we are changed. Because I am born again. Because I am born again. Oh, by His Spirit, we are new. By His Spirit, we are changed. Because I am born again. Because I am born again. Worship Him this evening. Worship Him. Sing in tongues. Sing in the Holy Ghost and just bless Him. Thank Him because you are born again. Thank Him. Thank Him. Thank Him.